What is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. It is Friday, May 23rd, and you know what that means. It is Podcast Friday, baby. We are 99 days away from the official kickoff from week zero of the college football season. And you know what that means. We've got coaches interviews like we do every offseason. And on today's podcast, we're going to have 2020 Coach of the Year, Head Coach of the Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers, Coach Jamie Chadwell will be joining me momentarily to talk all things Coastal Carolina football. Last season, if you were, unless you were living underneath the rock, you didn't miss it. Coastal Carolina was ranked top 15, top 10 in the country throughout the entire season. They finished 11-1. They were Sun Belt champions. They got a great recruiting class coming in, and the party at the beach is in full throttle. Teal Nation, chance up, baby. Coastal Carolina football is here to stay. So what better way to talk about coastal football and to get excited about college football, 99 days to be exact, than head coach Jamie Chadwell. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter at MitchDavis underscore eight. Like, follow the Facebook and Instagram pages at The Mitch Davis Show. And also, why don't you just head on over to the website as well at TheMitchDavisShow.com. And at this time, I would like to welcome head coach Jamie Chadwell for his second appearance on The Mitch Davis Show. I am joined now by Coach of the Year, 2020 Coach of the Year, Head Coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, second appearance on the Mitch Davis Show, Coach Jamie Chadwell. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Uh, just uh, enjoying this offseason, getting ready to crank it back up again. I appreciate you out. Oh, Coach, it's, a, it's a, always an honor to talk with you. Let's just talk about last season. You guys... Had an unbelievable season. You guys went 11-1, won the Sun Belt, and really took the college football world by storm. How how do you build off of something like that and building for the future, Coach? Well, that's a great question. I think, uh, you know, the main thing what you want to do is, I've told her theme is, you want to make sure you remember, you remember what got you there, right? And how all the things that we had to go through. And, hey, we obviously climbed a big mountain. Uh, but we want to continue to do it again. So our, our whole focus was on what we did well and can we do it better. Like that's been our whole offseason. Can we do what we did well? Can we do it better? Uh, and because uh, it's hard. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, it's hard to replicate every year. You know, Alabama does it, right? It's hard to do it. But you gotta you got to focus on trying to be better every day, and then hopefully you will. Coach, talk about those difficulties you guys faced last year. I know the December 5th game you guys had originally scheduled with Liberty. And then you had to go out and get BYU, which caused, I think, college game day came to, came to Coastal, and it was an exciting time. Coach, talk about the difficulties you guys had to overcome. To go 11-1 in the COVID year was pretty dadgum uh, impressive. Yeah. yeah, you know, the, the hardest thing, I think, from a, from a standpoint, everybody had to adjust to the, to the normal, right, as far as testing and all those different things. And you got used to that. I think the hardest part was 
you know, after you're testing, you're waiting. You're, you're a day or two before your game, and you're waiting on, hey, can we play this game or not, based off of what these tests come back. And no matter how much you prepare, you can never be prepared for that because you might lose somebody that you're counting on. And I think that was the hardest challenge of trying to make sure you had everybody ready because you didn't know what was going to happen. You had to have everybody ready for a situation. Uh, and uh, to me, that was the hardest part because it was always a mental thing. Hey, we're preparing, but what happens if so-and-so, we lose this, or what if we lose a coach? You had to go through so much stuff each week just to make sure you were trying to have all kinds of different plans in case this you know, this happens, this happens. Fortunately for us, the majority of the year, uh, we, we, we lost some guys, obviously. We didn't lose – uh, you know, enough to where it affected us until, you know, to that last game. So we, we were pretty fortunate for the most part with that. Coach, I want to ask you about spring football. You guys had your uh, your spring game canceled. How did spring football look to you guys? And, again, building off uh, uh, again building off the, the season, how did spring football look to you guys? Well, you know, the, the challenge this year with it was you had all the super seniors back, right? We played a lot of football games, and we started actually early. Because, uh, you know, you're, I was concerned, hey, we're going to get shut down again. You didn't know how everything was going. And so for us, our, our, our main focus was, one, trying to – the guys that played a lot of reps for us, those super seniors, really trying to give them as much – I say rest, really working their fundamentals, not as much team stuff, but really trying to develop some depth. You know, what, what a lot of people don't realize about us is this was the past year, was the first year we actually had the 85 full scholarships. And so uh, we're still building the depth that we need there, and we needed to really get those guys this spring that need to develop depth in key, situ- key, key positions. We gave them tons of reps. So for us, it was a positive in that standpoint that uh, we allowed to get guys that maybe hadn't played a lot they were able to get all 15 practices or 14 practices, whatever it was, in to, to make sure that, uh, you know, they, hopefully they'll be better for this coming year. Coach, we always hear about the gap between the Power Five and the G5. Coach, it really seems like you guys, UCF, Memphis, you take any of those group of five programs, you guys can really compete with the big boys. Talk about how that gap is starting to uh, somewhat close between you guys and those, uh, those Florida and Georgias of the college football landscape. Well, I don't know how much it's closing <laughs> yet, you know, because those guys are pretty good. Those, yeah. those top tier, those top five, top ten teams. But I do think that our top G five teams can can compete with a majority of your top twenty five. I'm not saying I'm not saying every week by any means. I'm not I'm not saying that. But I do think you're seeing more and more players recognize that at uh, the G five level, we're playing really good football. We're playing in great conferences. We're getting exposure. And so I, I think you're seeing more players say, hey, I can go here and still get to the NFL, still get a great degree, and still play in front of X number of fans. So I think you're seeing more and more players do that. But, uh, you know, the challenge is the challenge is, is just continue to grow year after year. What happens in G5 is you'll get, you'll get a, a guy that does a great job somewhere, and guess what? He goes and takes a Power 5 job, right? And that program sort of goes back to hell. Uh, and so I think I think you see more coaches stay at G5s. I think you'll see that gap can close because then they're they're creating that consistency. Coach, I, when I talked to you last year, this was not as a hot topic. I got to ask you these two questions: NIL and expansion of college football. How would that those two impact your program at Coastal Carolina? Well, you know the NIL is is, is obviously a buzzword. That's a big thing now, and, you know, and I think everybody is trying to figure out exactly what that's going. Uh, you know, the, the thing that I think is going to be a challenge is with that NIL, you know, that, you know, your big time power five programs are going to have something in place. They're going to have the resources or the people that are, are going to you know, use their money for the betterment of their program. So, you know, you can see them potentially, Hey, I like this player at so-and-so, 
hey, why don't you come here and I can get you an NIL, an NIL agreement for X, Y, Z, and maybe we can't touch that, right? So I think I think there's going to I think that's going to be a big deal. However, it ends up laying out. Uh, that'll affect every level, you know, besides the you know high tier power five ones. I can see that happening. Uh, and, uh, you know, expansion's interesting. You know, I mean, it, it's going to happen again at some point. I think you're going to see. Now, we'll see when that does. Uh, you know, playoff expansion, who knows? There might even be more conference uh, alignment, you know, conference expansion down the road, too. You never know. And hopefully the expansion, you know, what you hope happens is a G5 team gets the opportunity to go play for that national championship. You hope that if they do expand from a playoff standpoint, that'd be great. That'd open up more doors for that. Uh, but, you know, everything right now, everybody, I think, is sort of guessing what's going to happen. This next year is really going to tell a lot about, you know, the future of our, of, of our of football, college football, the direction they head. Coach, two more questions I have for you, then I'm going to let you go. Uh, next question about the depth chart. Who are the guys, obviously we know some of the big-name guys, but who are the guys that – Maybe we didn't get to see last year. Who are those guys that really showed you in spring football that they can compete next year? Well, I think you're gonna. I think you, from a from a standpoint for us offensively, I think you're gonna see a uh, Braden Bennett, who's a running back. He was a freshman. He played a little bit for us. Uh, ended up having like a, a surgery, season-ending surgery toward you know during, during the season. But he's a guy that he just won the Sun Belt 110 meter hurdle as a freshman. Uh, and, and he's a guy that's got some elite skill, and I think he's somebody that, as he continues to develop, you will see him make a lot of plays for us uh, here in the future. I think he's somebody. We also have another running back named Isaiah Conley that didn't that, that play last year. We obviously lost a good running back. I think you're going to see him start making some plays. And then uh, defensively, uh, you know, we, we had an older team, obviously, last year. We, we lost some guys off of that. I think you're going to see. Uh, a defensive lineman named Manuel Johnson, Manny Johnson, that, that we're trying to replace Tron Jackson, our, our NFL draft pick, and he had a phenomenal spring. And so I'm not saying he's Tron by any means, but I do think he's got an opportunity to contribute at a high level for us this year. Coach, last question I have for you, and this is the question I asked you last year, but uh, what does Coastal Carolina mean to you, and what does the game of college football mean to you? Well, I'll answer that in reverse. I mean, obviously, college football has been special since I was, you know, born and raised in East Tennessee, you know, because you're around SEC. So it was always something that the family was always about every Saturday, you know, it was religion. And I was raised that way. And I'm passionate about it. Uh, and the thing about Coastal that I love about Coastal makes it special is, you know, we're building this foundation at FBS. You know, we never had it. And, and we're, we were on the bottom floor trying to build this in a, and arguably the toughest G5 conference in the country. I mean, it's a really good league and it's challenging. But for us to be able to put our stamp on what we want to try to do to build a program that could ultimately, uh, if we continue doing things necessary, continue putting the resources in, it could be, you know, could be the best G5, you know, job or, or program in the country that's our ultimate goal um it's a special place and there's special people here it's a great place to live and uh and uh thankful for you know the opportunity of being here and being the head coach coach chadwell thank you so much for coming on the mitch davis show look forward to chatting with you closer to the season uh, i appreciate you very much god bless you yes sir coach i'll at you You have been listening to The Mitch Davis Show. I've been your host, Mitch Davis, founder of TheMitchDavisShow.com, podcast host of The Mitch Davis Show, and also you can hear me on Saturday mornings out of Memphis, Tennessee on Sports 56. Be sure you follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore 8. Like, follow the Facebook and Instagram pages at The Mitch Davis Show. 
And also, while you're at it, check out the website at themitchdavisshow.com for all for all of your college athletic, your PGA, your Major League Baseball coverage. Be sure you check out the website at themitchdavisshow.com. And we are officially 99 days away from the college football season. So a very special thank you to all the coaches that come on the podcast this offseason, and especially head coach Jamie Chadwell for making his second appearance on the Mitch Davis Show to talk all things Coastal Carolina football. And until next week, folks, have a good one. Have a great weekend. Enjoy some baseball and some good food as college baseball winds down and we make a run at the postseason.